Hi, you are listening to the IAVM podcast series, The Venue, Coffee Break, episode number 28. And I'm your host, Shelly Ellis, and I'm the general manager of the Isalia Convention Center. And I have hopes, um, my dear friends and co-host, Alexis Bergren, general manager of the Old National Events Plaza in Evansville, Indiana, will join us at any time, but I'm sure she's on work duty or baby duty, one of those things, but we'll take it from here. And our goal with this podcast is to provide you with venue-related trends and news, content you crave, and of course, we're having a lot of fun. Today, our topic is, um, well, we have two guests today, and we're going to talk about IAVM's Venue Management School, which is coming up here very shortly. And uh, sorry, I'm just reading. I need to stop reading. Um, And we're going to talk with two VMS student representatives, Christina Lenko and Rod Saavedra. Welcome, Christina and Rod. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) Making sure you're still on there. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just me talking for the next 30 minutes. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Um, Real quick, I'm going to introduce both Christina and Rod and tell everyone a little bit about them. So just bear with me for one moment. Um, Christina Lenko, she joined the team at the Swiftel Center in 2015 as the Sales and Marketing Manager. It was a perfect way to satisfy her creative background in design and writing with a passion for customer service and live entertainment. Christina graduated from Concordia College in Minnesota with a Bachelor of Arts in Business Marketing. She and her husband live in Brooklyn, South Brookings, sorry, South Dakota, along with their dog, a 60-pound, oh my goodness, Australian cattle dog with red hair and freckles, just like Christina. <laughs> Just like your little baby, the big baby, but um, <laughs> in addition <laughs> yeah. to promoting events and amplifying the fan experience at Swiftel Center, Christina loves running long distances, catching up on the latest television shows, and taking photos of people, places, and things. She also enjoys eating breakfast, which is her, in, in her opinion, is absolute best meal today. I have a feeling we'd be best friends if we lived close. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You can move to South Dakota. <laughs> Yeah, we'll think about that. <laughs> so, Rod uh, has been the event services manager at the North Charleston Coliseum for three years now, but has worked with SMG for over 15 years in all aspects of events and operations planning. He has a wealth of experience producing a variety of events, both for local and nationally recognized companies. As a seasoned event manager, Rod has produced sporting events, concerts, festivals, citywide events, conventions, and other high-level special events. When not working, which is when, really, but um, Rod enjoys spending time with his wife and two sons. Over the last decade, Rod has volunteered his time coaching multiple youth sports, including at the middle school and high school level. Thank you, Christina and Rod, for being on our podcast today. How are you guys today? Good here. Doing good. I'm, yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to talk all about venue management school, which is, when is the date? What? July, June, first week of June. Is that about right? June. Yeah, June, uh, June 1st. June 1st. Perfect. So, this little background, you both have completed your first year, and that was last year. Is that correct? Yes, that's Correct. correct. 
Perfect. I'll start with you, Christina. Tell us about your first year experience. We know that there's going to be those that are listening that are attending their first year. What was your first year like, and how can you make the first year students coming in feel welcome? And I know you guys are both student representatives, so that's what you're working on right now is um, to engage with those first years. So before they attend here in June, that they're feel prepared and welcome. So please tell us about your first year experience. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so I actually was just telling Rod that my flight had got delayed last year. So unfortunately, I missed out on the super fun networking and ambassador meetings. But I would say those are really crucial um, for newbies, You know, especially if you um, don't necessarily know anybody or really want to get that networking piece kicked off right away. Um, we host that on that first day. So on June 1st, when you fly in and get to the resort, um, you know, you go to registration, we'll be there, all the class representatives. I believe we're going to have some cool polos to wear, so we should be easily spotted. Um, and then get registered, get your name tag. And then the networking event that evening, um, we have a cool icebreaker planned, um, and that really should kick off kick off the whole week and help you, you know, get to know people or maybe meet up with some people from um, other venues that you have heard of. And uh, yeah, so those, those are some good things I missed out on, but I heard they were really awesome. So definitely be there for those, but don't worry if you can't be there and your plane gets delayed like mine, it's okay. You'll find friends. People are nice. It's not, it's not hard to meet people. Well, and you mentioned networking, and I know some may be coming, and this may, granted, with our industry, there's always opportunity to network, but it may some may be a little bit intimidating because they may not know anyone else. This is their first opportunity to really get to know some individuals, colleagues, friends that will, will be friends for a lifetime. There is that opportunity. So, Rod, I'd ask you, What's some advice you'd give those that are listening for those networking events if they're if they're a little bit timid? Um, really, just be yourself. You're going to be around a bunch of people that are like-minded. We all do something very similar within the facilities. I know for myself, from year one, I still have several people that we talk to maybe every other week, every couple of weeks, we email, we talk on the phone. So I, I was able to create some really deep friendships within the community of what we do. Um, just be yourself, be open. If you're a shy person, there's going to be plenty of people that are not. So <laughs> they'll help break <laughs> the ice for you. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would add to that, you know, as, as you said, you know, just, a simple hello, you know, just reaching your hand out and just introducing yourself. Everyone's in the same situation. I remember from the years that I went, some people knew a few others, but for the most part, it's it's a mixture of people throughout the country. So not too many people are coming with a colleague at their same venue. You might have recognized someone from a trade show you attended, but for the most part, everyone's everyone's new and so you're like you mentioned you're in the same boat so you, it's kind of the old saying you get what you put into it so attend all the networking events and you guys as student representatives you're there to make feel, everyone feel comfortable so if um, Rod again if you'll explain what is your role as a student representative and how can people um, 
their experience to be more comfortable utilizing you guys as student representatives? So there's several of us, and we kind of broke down into different sections. One of, actually, my section is the ambassadors. So I've overseen, along with one of our other student reps, the people that have volunteered to become ambassadors. We were able to break people up kind of by their section. That way, when you go to a group, there'll be some similarities there already. Um, but we're, what we are is we're there to help. We're there to be visible. Um, if you have questions, ask us. And it's we're going to learn a lot in the classroom side, but the networking side, I think, is extremely valuable for you as you go forward. Um, when I have a question on an event, I have people I can call now and pick up the phone and say, hey, have you done this event? If so, what did you do in, with this situation? Absolutely. I think you made a good point with that. You know, reach out to those contacts because it's a simple question because there's no point in recreating anything because some other colleague, friend, venue has done it before. And everyone's so willing to share in this industry, I think. And we know what information we shouldn't ask for, I believe. But for the most part, the old saying, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So, Christina, I'll ask you, please, if you could... um, Tell us about the class experience. Again, for those first-year students that might be listening, you know, when they get in class, I mean, you're you're back at college, you're back at school, you're sitting in desks, and um, what's that environment like? Yeah, I do like to tell people this is not, it's not like a conference, you know, you can't pick and choose. This is, like you said, back to the classroom. <laughs> so you'll get a schedule and you need to be there on time um, or you might be shamed. So make sure your cell phones are charged or you have a watch or you stick to that schedule because you certainly do not want to be walking in late. Um, I do know that all of the instructors have requested you read your materials in advance. So I would highly recommend it um, to read all that stuff. And it's really good content. Some of it you, I mean, probably seen second nature and some of it will be new. But the more you read in advance, the more you'll be prepped for class, plus the more free time that you'll have to go enjoy all the cool resort amenities instead of being, you know, in your room cramming or reading. So I would definitely recommend being prepped for class. And sometimes the classrooms get a little chilly. So I mean, I like to bring, you know, a nice sweater, and they have snacks, so they treat us kind of like children, uh, which is wonderful. Usually, um, during breaks, go out to the hallway, and there's usually, oh, some awesome break item, or they had a bunch of candy last year, so I like to keep us pumped with sugar so we stay awake. Um, Although, there... It's, it's not hard to stay awake. I didn't mean it like that. It's just um, the instructors actually have a lot of good interactive options, too, um, throughout the courses. So you're not just sitting and listening. They, they ask a lot of good questions, and they want to hear from this, from, from us, too. So it's a good opportunity um, to really, like, take in a lot. So the classes are awesome. You're going to love it. I, w- I would completely agree with in, in regards to my experience um, at venue management school, um, the manual that, that you're asked to read, you know, again, some of the information are like, oh, I know this, but at the same point, you're going there to learn. You're investing yourself or your 
um, organization is investing a lot of money. So I recommend to read it. And, you know, I had some of my friends like, oh, I didn't read it. And I'm like, I'm too cool. And I'm like, no, I'm a complete nerd. I'm going to read it. That's what I invested in. <laughs> yeah, some of it I already knew. But the same point is from a different point of view. It's from a different instructor. And in regards to instructors, and, and maybe, um, Greg, if you'll, if you'll chime in, I'm sure some instructors have changed, but they're, they have just a wealth of knowledge and Greg, if you wouldn't mind maybe mentioning yeah. a few of the instructors that would are going to be here and talk about that. Yeah, I mean, and it's it really is. I've and um, I've been at the association for eight years, and I've just been so impressed with the willingness of members uh, to really share and uh, and and pay it forward when it comes to teaching others. Uh, and our instructors are first to tell you they learn. Uh, you know, they learn just as much from the students as they learn from them. You know, it's it's a it's a it's it really is a it's a it, you know it really is a teaching relationship as a more more than a transaction. So, uh, so much of this business really is relationships, and that does not um, uh, you know that the the relationships you you establish in your classes are the same kind of thing with just learning too. So you're going to learn things in the classroom for experienced veterans that you very well might use the rest of your life or you might find ways of improving on it. So, you know, we have, um, you know, uh, Todd Hunt is our chair. So he's been, you know, he's in a uh, midsize arena in Tuscaloosa, but you also have, um, you know, Kim Badir, who's, uh, you know, over several venues in, in the Tacoma area. You have Phil Jordan, who's been in performing arts centers for years. You have, uh, a for allies. We have a new uh, Millie Dixon will be teaching architecture and arch, uh, architecture and construction this year. You have a you know a width and breadth of experience. I like to see how many years that is. <laughs> I mean, add up all the the years in their mind of you know how, how long the ministry. But I can say that it really is a um, multitude of skill sets that that the, that the industry uh, the, the instructors bring to bear. And also you know we're bringing in new instructors this next year. We have some retiring. Um, you know, uh, 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 Russ Simons has retired from the faculty, which we're you know sad about. But we we you know we really appreciate all the years he was here, and uh, also um, so you know that's that's an example of it. It really is a it's an organic process where um, you know we are sad to see our faculty who retire leave, but we're also welcoming in new folks. So and also we have a visiting instructor, Catherine Norman from Australia. We have a visiting instructor every year, and you know and and we really. Uh, learn a lot from our cultural cousins, as it were, from Australia and New Zealand and and uh, Tasmania. You know, they they do venue management, but it's just a little bit a little bit different. And hearing a different perspective on the profession that you know well is also very rewarding. So, yeah, we're we're really looking forward to welcoming back the students. And and then you know the the again the faculty. It's an act. It really is. They're volunteers. Uh, that I think says a lot. That they care so much about this industry. They want to pay it forward and teach. And you know, continue it on uh, what what someone did for them. So, well, and I think Christina and Rod are just doing that as well. They're yeah. they first year, and now they're paying it yeah. forward and signed up to be student reps. And I'll ask you first, Rod, what is what is your hope for as a student rep for the student year one students? What is your hope for them that they'll that you'll be able to provide and that they'll get out of their first year experience? Um, on my end, you know, I just want to make them as comfortable as possible. 
Uh, I think when you go into the environment, like you said, it can be overwhelming. There's a lot of people there, a lot of different personalities. So if they can be comfortable, they'll be able to meet the people they need to meet. Um, the classrooms, like I said, there's a lot of good knowledge that's been talked about. The personal relationships to me, I still think is one of the biggest things um, and will really help them go a lot a long way, which has helped me. So trying to make sure they enjoy themselves, do the networking, um, and really just get as much out of it as they want. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Christina? Um, I, Rod, that was a great answer. Um, to echo that, I would say definitely participate in the cool things that we are planning, the class reps and everybody with IVM team. Um, we put a lot of good work into putting together some things that we think are going to be super fun, um, including, and I think the schedules went out so you can kind of see when those things are, but, um, we are hosting one night will be, uh, networking reception when you first get in, like I mentioned earlier. Um, there will also be an international night, um, which is a, another cool opportunity to meet people and kind of see another part of the resort. Um, and I think we encourage everybody to wear something um, international themed from like a sports team or a band you like. And then the big party um, will be the Disney theme party. And uh, we want everybody, it's, it's a costume party, so people get into it. And Disney also includes now, you know, Star Wars and all the those fun others. So I, I hope to see lots of people dressed up in cool costumes. Um, there will be some really great fundraising opportunities, um, including the We Belong t-shirts, which you guys all got emails about or should have. And if you didn't, definitely let IBM know. Um, that's something new this year. And the idea is that, um, a lot of us, me included, I, I'm there on scholarship. My company is investing in me. IVM is investing in us. And regardless of the level, um, that we're at in our organization, whether you're a manager, coordinator, director, um, we all are part of IVM and we're all part of making our facilities, uh, work and, you know, bringing events to life. So that's kind of the idea behind the the We Belong campaign. So definitely got, get a T-shirt so you can look cool like all of us in our T-shirts. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I was about to ask you know, what what does that the We Belong um, stand behind, but I think that's a great message, and hopefully, perhaps that's something that IABM continues with, perhaps at um, Venue Connect, which is coming in July, and. I'm a little bit jealous at the Disney theme. I would have been totally on board and dressed up the whole nine yards. I had to, we have a Christmas float, the convention center here where we, um, and one of the themes was winter wonderland and we did a frozen theme. And so I had the great opportunity of being Elsa. And so <laughs> I wore that costume once and so I need another excuse to wear it. <laughs> well, you fit in if you came to the party and nobody would even know. I might be in. the only one. <laughs> I have to ask, and one thing um, as we um, kind of come to an end, unfortunately, but a couple things. One, I have to ask, and I don't know if you'll know or maybe Greg will, is since it's been a few years since I've attended, is is the bell still around? Is that a thing still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is awesome. So 
I, I, I may or may not have one, but that's okay. <laughs> so, but, I was hoping, you know, you might be able to express the significance of the bell. I don't know if that'd be the best question for Greg or. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll just take it. Since it's a, it's such an old one. So uh, many years ago, I guess it was in the nineties. I know that sounds funny, but it is true. Uh, back in the nineties, they had these school bells they would ring to get people, you know, as a kind of kind of a joke, to be honest. But, uh, you know, because the, the, we were so spread out, as we are, we'll be, we'll be a little more condensed here. But, you know, just to remind everyone to, you know, finish, get off of their phone. Or actually, in the 90s, I guess you wouldn't have cell phones. Anyway, the point is, it was a way to get people to go to class. And it kind of also embodied the guy. I did this really as a school. So many students kind of started tradition of, quote, unquote, stealing the bells that we had. Um, and they would take pictures with them on their adventures. And so, yeah, a few years ago, we started, instead of giving certificates of graduation, which, of course, students still get, but they're mailed instead. And so we figured it'd be fun to give a little memento of the bell. So, yes, the bell will continue. Uh, so for the students who got, the year two students who got last year, uh, the, these year two students will get one as well, as well as the GI students. So it just says VMS 2019 is a little bell you can put on your desk. So, yeah, that's continuing uh, as part of the school uh, and yeah, so this will be our 32nd year and, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Those kind of traditions really are what make these things special, I think. And, uh, it means you, and you have a little piece of that, you know, you, you, you participate in that tradition, you add that tradition and you can tell the story of why that's important to your colleagues or why that's important. To anyone asks you about it. I think that's, that's another aspect of the school that anything this old is around for a reason. And I think that's part of the spirit as, as to why it is. Well, and you mentioned tradition, and one that yeah. I'd say is maybe breaking is that this year is the first year that the school will be in Florida. Right. So right. how long was it held at in Willing? Yeah, it was in West Virginia for 31 years. Um, and so, yeah, we're starting a new tradition of being in a new location. You can see on the screen here I have uh, the pictures of Florida. Yeah, we're, um, we're excited. Um, it's a new space, so we're still working out how students will utilize it in terms of uh, what they'll, you know, on their day off, what they'll be doing, or half day off, I should say, on Tuesday. Um, you know, it's a little bit different weather as well. Um, the, the facilities we have a little more, we have more options in that regard as well. The uh, so yeah, it's it's a new place. We're excited about it. The board of regents is excited about it. The students are excited about it. We. We kind of we reached or we sold out a month in advance than we normally do, so that was uh, that was really heartening to see. Um, so yeah, no, we're we're down in Saddlebrook, right side out of Tampa, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And you know, the reps have also had a difficult job of trying to figure out how to create the social events. Well, you know, maintaining the themes that we've established or, or try to stay around, but then working on new properties. So it will be a, but this happens in your own venues and you have, you know, new things happen. Customers of customers evolve and change as does the, sometimes, you know, the facilities you use as well. So, um, it's been great working with everyone on this, on this transition. And, and I, I'm really happy uh, about the results so far. Well, it looks absolutely beautiful. Again, West Virginia was amazing, just, again, the experience. And you're so busy, as Rod and Christina mentioned, with networking events and the instruction piece, of course, that's important, that you you really only have so much time. I mean, I, I never went into the pool in Willing, West Virginia, and perhaps, you know, this pool looks so inviting. I don't know. <laughs> A cocktail by the pool sounds kind of nice right now, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. To, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, all I was—I just said, and the little sunshine will be real nice. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Christina just got some snow. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it here in South Dakota. <laughs> well, I'd love to wrap up because unfortunately we're coming um, to our time by asking both of you, and I'll start with you, Christina. Again, what is your first year students, um, you know, our second year, but I I would love to focus on first year because, again, that first experience, I remember when I was going back and, you know, again, a little timid, excited, but not knowing anyone going in. What, What advice can you give them? And if you could just express what they're coming into and what to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I would tell you to get lots of rest now because we're not going to get a lot of rest in Florida. (laughs) So sleep now Um, because you don't want to miss all the things going on. I would just say, look at your, look at the schedule that's being sent for the activities and put them in your calendar and go to, go to as many as you want. Obviously, if if you need a break or you want to go do some exploring on your own, definitely go do that. I know sometimes we all need to just step away and and have a little bit of a like, you know, mental break. Um, but this this uh, experience is just as much about a classroom as it is about meeting people and you're going to get out of it what you put into it. And so if you're present activities you're going to meet people. Even if you're not naturally outgoing, we, the representatives, we know that. And so we have put together programming that we think will be beneficial for any personality. So whether or not you are like, if networking scares the crap out of you, like, don't worry, we'll help you. We'll be there. You can at least meet us. We're in the nerdy polos. I mean, the cool polos. So, (laughs) but yeah, sleep, sleep now and be involved. Those are my two pieces of advice. Rod, any last words from you as well? No, I think Christine got it. Just come, be yourself, have fun. Um, Come ready to participate, and you'll get a bunch out of it. Perfect. I I can't thank you guys enough, um, both Christina and Rod, and I'll just echo that. I I love the We Belong t-shirts. Again, I think that's a beautiful idea. I think it just um, encompasses all of what IVM stands for, that we all belong, you know, no matter venue, race, cultural, religion, whatever that may be. And I, I think that's great. You know, whoever thought of that, good job, you student reps. I think it's it's a good, and it just shows, hey, if you're a little bit timid, there's a reason you're there at VMS. So you do belong and we're all part of this crazy world of venue management together. And (laughs) again, I I (laughs) want to thank Christina and Rod. Thank everyone for listening. And a couple of events that are coming up, or one particular that I'll um, mention is Venue Connect 2019. So once you're in Florida, shortly thereafter, about a month and a half later, um, Go up north to Chicago and, of course, experience different weather then. And, Greg, um, just to maybe put you on the spot, but are there yeah. any other events that we should mention real quickly? Or 
Uh, Venue Connect, no, that's the big one coming up right now. We hope to see you there. Um, it's going to be a really great show. Chicago's a wonderful city. Our hosts at the McCormick Place and Soldier Field and all the other locations, Harris Theater, also happy to be up there. Perfect. And Christina, Rod, if anyone would like to reach out to you, I think most of your students or those that are attending probably have your contact information, but how... Do you mind sharing that and how everyone can get a hold of you if they'd like to reach out? Rod? Absolutely. Um, you can. Oh, sorry. Did we lose Rod? Go ahead, Christina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, I was just going to say, yep, definitely. I'm at Swift Hill Center, um, our venue works managed property. Um, you can find me on our website, swifthillcenter.com. Uh, my email is listed on our website. I'm at the North Charleston Coliseum. Um, you can find all my information there also. Perfect. And I just have to give a quick shout-out to VenueWorks because my previous facility was the Toyota Center and the Three Rivers Convention Center in Kennewick, Washington. And I love that group over there. Miss them. And so quick shout-out there. And, again, thank you, everyone. If you have any questions for Alexis or I, and, again, I hope she's doing well. I'm sure she's crazy busy because this world we never know what's going to come up in in the industry and again if you have suggestions for future topics please email us and we'd love to talk to you or have you on as a guest and thank you thank you thanks <laughs>